as I talk to you on this rainy day. I want you to hear the sounds and feel your body. Feel your feet. Feel your hands. Let your breathing be deep in your belly. Hear the sounds. And stabilize your consciousness in this vessel, which is your body. Allow your mind to fully inhabit your body. Inhabit the sounds. The first thing I wanted to talk to you about today is the difficulty we all have in holding joy, in holding life force. This last week I had two patients that I was working with, two clients, where both these men were able to verbalize to me. One was in his 40s, one in his 50s, both long histories of depression and illness and they were making these shifts in their lives and it was really amazing to hear them both actually verbalize that it needed the treatments to go really slowly because it was difficult for them to tolerate all the life force that was coming in. It was too anxiety producing. Now this is something that's true for all of us. For most of us, we might have fleeting glimpses of this truth, but not a full-on awareness. So what was interesting was how aware these two men were about how it's actually easier to hold less energy. Now, of course, I have to warn you here, this is not about blaming oneself for illness or the fact that we create all reality, none of that bullshit. Just the fact that this is an energetic reality for most of us. We are comfortable with lack. It's what we know. It's easier to stay with what we know because we can't be taken away as opposed to take the risk of the unknown because that actually might get taken away. So that's something I want you to sit with. It's not a two-second awareness practice. It's actually something to pay attention to every day. Where are we shutting down the energy? Where are we saying no to bigger horizons? Whether on a mental level, spiritual level, emotional level, because we actually fear for it to be taken away. It is much easier to stay small than to open up, because it feels safer. And we do live in a time and a culture where things are so shut down, which on one level it actually is easier to stay shut down. 
But the problem with that is then we're not tasting. We're not being here. There's a study that came out recently about how in the U.S. we have one of the highest rates of mental illness and depression. If I remember correctly, the number was 26%. So we're swimming in that ocean. We have to examine what is that in our culture that leads us to that and makes us comfortable in staying in that space. Again, this is not something that one uses to blame oneself. It's something that one uses to become aware and navigate the waters of one's life with the rudder of knowingness. Now another thing that both these men actually brought to my door, which is something I see every day, and I don't want to generalize here because generalizations obviously are very dangerous, is how for so many of us, depression is not grief as what's believed to be, but it's actually depressed anger and rage. We have learned, especially in the spiritual community, to really shove aside, push aside, depress our anger and rage, which are part of the human emotional palace, in order to beg for love, in order to be good girls and boys, good men and women. We have confused being real with being good. Being real means sometimes you're pissed off, sometimes your heart's open enough to envelop all the world, sometimes you're greedy, sometimes you're generous, but that all these things flow in and out. So the shtick that we do for survival's sake is to be the good boy or good girl, especially in the spiritual community. We all have had the pleasure of meeting a woman or a man who's real, who's fully in their power. When asked a question, they answer from a truthful place. Sometimes I can actually feel uncomfortable because for most of us, the masks are so thick that we have no awareness of how to do this ourselves. This is again where the sitting every day comes in because we're so dissociated from ourselves that the you that's listening to these words might be 20, 30%, 40% on a good day in touch with what's really going on underneath. So the whole spiritual work, quote unquote, is to get in touch with that part that's real, allow that part to guide us and all will be well when that part can guide us. And of course, the catch is that we have to sit through tremendous anxiety to touch that part. And the anxiety is born from not connecting with that part. So it becomes a vicious loop. We're anxious, we run around more, we run around more, we get more anxious because we're more disconnected. So there's no other way but to push through the anxiety 
by sitting with it. Now take a deep breath. Let's listen to this beautiful sound of the rain. And feel. As I've said before, in our language when we use the word uptight, is because we're up, our shoulders are up, and we're tight. The body is tight. So bring the shoulders down and loosen up. Allow your body to be loose. Allow the sounds to wash through you and allow the breath to help you expand. simple and yet so hard to just be here without expectation without hopes without fears just be One more observation I wanted to share with you from my work the last couple of weeks, but really the last couple of months. It seems really in the last last year and a half, everything is even speeding up more like we've talked about in the past in terms of both people moving forward in their lives quicker or things falling apart quicker. There's no sitting on a fence anymore. So as the veil gets thinner, 
we're given ample opportunities to see where we're stuck and then ample gifts if we're listening of how we can deal with that and move forward unglue ourselves one of the things that's very important is to let go of situations that are keeping you stuck as best as you can one of my observations is the amount of sensitivity in people's lives because everyone's feeling everyone because the veil is thinner so if you find yourself gossiping about someone they can actually feel you a lot more than even a couple of years ago because we're all becoming psychically more attuned and that is actually damaging and pay attention yourself if someone keeps coming up in your mind pay attention why is your thought form being triggered by this person not about being paranoid but is this person talking about you is there something unresolved we're not here to take anybody into account by ourselves so if you're the one gossiping why are you angry where are you not being fed where are you not being honest one of the great truths about these times of growth is we have by living our truth a piece of the truth for everybody around us if someone's behavior is off and I see it and I don't truthfully speak to them about it I'm actually doing a disservice if I'm afraid because I need their love more than the truth it's destructive to both of us now I'm not talking about here taking someone's inventory going and telling them on ask what's wrong with them but I'm talking about when I'm in a relationship with someone and I'm not being truthful and then I get angry or hurt and then I go talk to somebody else about it very destructive and boy it's such a destructive thing in our culture that we all partake in so act as if act as if everyone's hearing everything you're saying conduct yourself as best as you can with that integrity and again it's not about being perfect we all have amazing damage done to us either overtly or covertly so don't fancy yourself as some perfect being understand that your perfection comes by actually compassionately holding your imperfections again feel your body feel your hands feel your feet and I leave you with the intention as always that you remember fully who you are and that you seek find and hold the peace that's your birthright don't get bored with it allow it to deepen and while doing that live your life not as some 
cartoonish character of what's expected of you, whether you're a rebel, whether you're a spiritual being, good person, let that all go. Spend some time every day, every day, thinking about your death. And that will make you a little bit more honest with what you want, what needs to stay, what needs to go. And live your truth as best as you can without causing damage to beings and people around you. Remember the stench of narcissism in this culture is profound. The main part of our mental illness is because we're such narcissists and we're steeped in a culture of narcissism. Learn to lovingly and gently and firmly to unravel that piece by piece. Be gentle, be firm, and I love to you.